Welcome back to the Hooper's Paradise Podcast, where you're going to get real thoughts and opinions from fans who love the game, from your Hoopers, favorite Hoopers, your Hoopers, favorite Hoopers. I got my man, Mr. CP905 in the building, the East End slash West End legend. We got a fun one today. (laughs) I got got the hardest working man in show business, the man, Mr. MC Casey, fresh off a flight again. I heard you went to go get your hair cut. I went to go visit uh, Ben Simmons, you know, went to go celebrate. (laughs) Holy (laughs) shit. Celebrating the fantasy wins, man. man. I'm I'm happy for that, man. Hey, before we even kick this off, man, I got to check in with everybody, man. CP, man, how you feeling, brother? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Long day at work today, you know, but we drinking lots of water. We staying healthy. Family yes, member is healthy. I'm good, man. How you doing? Casey, I know. No, I got to go to Casey because oh, okay, I know he's okay. feeling good, CP. This man's mm. been on Instagram, Twitter, <laughs> any anywhere where there's a social media outlet preaching, trying to get Ben Simmons to play this year for his fantasy team. McCasey, how you feeling today, man? Man, I'm feeling extra blessed, man. You know, <laughs> I get to drop some extra players, but outside of, you know, fantasy and bringing it back to the real life, you know, I'm feeling good. You know, I'm feeling fresh. You really know me every week. You know, I get myself uh, lined up, you know, ready to see clients over Zoom, you know? So yes, I've been sir. good. I'm blessed. <laughs> <laughs> With CP, man, I'm doing good, man. I can't complain. I was on the edge of my seat all day with this with this trade deadline. This trade deadline had me going in circles, running around, <laughs> sitting on the couch on my phone like a teenage gal. Like, yo, that, you know, <laughs> yo, bro, like, I, was I was on my like, phone all day, man. Holy bro, crap, all day. Like, no yo, work not done today. Jamar, this is the first time for a long time I had to plug my phone in because my battery dying throughout the day. Oh, bro, man. Yeah, first time yeah, in a man. long it, time, bro. It was a good day. It was everything we wanted it to be. The NBA trade, yeah, the trade deadline was fun. It didn't disappoint. And I think it's only right that we kick it off talking about what our hometown team did. Of course. We homers over here. Yeah, man. I'm gonna (laughs) I'm gonna break down this trade, man, (laughs) because I found this trade very interesting. There was a lot of mixed reviews. I I feel Mm. like I got I'm in a lot of basketball groups, talked to a lot of basketball coaches out here, a lot of different people, a lot of mixed reviews. So we sent the contract of some guy named Gorgon Drogic that we've never seen before <laughs> uh, <laughs> to the Spurs for Thaddeus Young, Drew Ebunks, and a 2022 second-round pick. We actually had to give up a first-round pick, too, with Drogic. I think it's because we had to give up that pick because the Spurs were doing us a favor by taking the Gorgon Drogic contract off our hands. The best of buyout that they're doing for him, right? They, they yeah, one of already. Yeah, I think the, I think the buyout's already done. It to be honest, um, mm-hmm. everything pointed towards him going to Dallas, but Dallas just made some other moves that that doesn't look like the the landing spot for him anymore. So I'm curious on where Drogic's going to land. But who cares about that man? Uh, <laughs> what's really important is us bringing back Thaddeus Young and uh, and Drew Ebanks, who who was waived shortly after. So we got rid of the the second person in the trade, who was probably a filler, but. What does Thaddeus Young bring to the Toronto Raptors? Like, does he improve us? Is he that needle? What, like, what, what, what is, what is the reason for this move? It was more of a, it was a financial move. 
like Thaddeus Young doesn't move the needle from the standpoint of more wins or losses in the, in those columns. Um, he he more comes in there as a veteran leader, fitting with the locker room, helping. You know what Gordon Jogger was supposed to do, <laughs> coming coming off the <laughs> he bench. Wasn't, he wasn't supposed to be drinking cocktails in <laughs> you Miami. Know what I'm trying to say crazy, <laughs> hanging out on the beach while Raptors are warring. <laughs> That's crazy, man. But yeah, so just provide that veteran leadership. Um, show the young guys how to do it. As a, I think he's been in the year what 12 years, 13 years, yeah, yeah. something like that. So, you know, he, he, he's been around, he's been on, has multiple contracts. So he's just able to provide that leadership for a young team. McCasey, I have a question to ask you about that. He's young. Um, does he fit? Like, I understand the locker room with CP saying like another piece, in, but does he fit our play style? And is he someone that we can throw in in meaningful minutes in a playoff game right now? You can definitely throw him in and, he can give you a good, a strong, you know, 14 to 16 minutes, right? When you think about Thaddeus Young, um, he's on the defensive side, right? So he's that go-getter when it comes to being on the defensive end, getting those steals, getting those blocks, and assist-wise, he's able to pass that ball as well, right? Rebound. So he's a defensive stat player that comes off the bench and uh, gives the team more energy, right? And that's something that we needed off the bench you know, from like I know we're Raptors or positionless basketball, but just putting him out there, he can be that. He what is he six nine? Yeah, he's about six no, six that, eight yeah. six nine, right? So that's another guy where it's just like, all right, well, you know, positionless basketball doesn't matter about positions right now. That he's done. Go out there and play the four. Go out there and play the five. Uh, sometimes you know, go out there and guard. You know, one of the like some of the best guys that are at the three or the four position, right? So I think a solid, you know, 12 to 14 minutes in a playoff game, he'll definitely produce some good stats. He's well-needed depth because, as you mm-hmm. as you know, we, we play on average six to seven guys sometimes in a game. Yeah, right. And I think he's well-needed depth. He he helps with that veteran presence in the locker room. We got a really, really young roster. Um, he fits the our style of play. And in Masai and Bobby's style, I feel like, it's going to be one of those trades where they get the mixed reviews. They get a lot of people upset, like, ah, we did nothing. We did nothing. And we're going to look a month later and we're going to be like, always believe in Messiah and Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> it always works out that way. Because it, it always, it always works, works, out works out that way with those guys when they start wheeling and dealing. So I'm very, very interested to see what's going to happen. But the Raptors were very, very quiet this deadline. Um, some people are happy about it. Some people are sad, but only time would tell. Where are we on? Where are we right now? We're just, just to say, just to say this, Jamar, for Raptor fans out there, in a seven-game series, as much upside as we look at Delano Banton and say he has, you're gonna lean more on Thaddeus Young in a seven-game yep. series than you would on Delano Banton, and so Agreed. he's there for insurance, and he's there to make sure that whoever comes in at the end of that bench that provides those spot minutes, they're productive. Yeah. Agreed. I'm I'm with that. I, I, I love it. I like the trade. I don't love it. I like it. I feel like the picks that we gave up, it's maybe what, like a 10 pick switch? Because I think we got Detroit second round pick. Yeah, so that'll be early. That'll yeah. be early in early the Early second round yeah. against probably uh, early 20 round pick. And the way we draft, I'm not too worried. Yeah, um, for sure. So I'm happy with what we did. I'm not mad. Um, we're playing good basketball, kept our core, everything that we kind of wanted. But the trade that happened a couple of days ago, man. Talk to me. 
Talk to me, I'm still I'm still confused. That's why I'm saying, man, I'm sighing. I, I don't know how to feel <laughs> about this trade at all. So the Sacramento Kings. Yeah. On February 8th, I got to go down to the date because I'm still a little bit trying to figure this out. Traded Tyrese Halliburton and Buddy Heald and the expiring contract of Tristan Thompson to the Pacers for Sabonis, Justin Holiday, Jeremy Land, and the 2023 second round pick. I want your initial reaction, CP, when you heard the news of this trade. And leave the Raptors out of it, because I know the initial reaction is, "Why don't we have Sabonis?" <laughs> <laughs> that was my that was my dream pickup for the Raptors, you know. But we probably would have had to give up too much. But to answer your question, I was shocked because it seemed as though Tyrese Halliburton was the beginning of a Sacramento core. Yes. Um, I guess I thought wrong. I guess they more believe in a win now move to bring in Sabonis, and I I don't know, maybe try for ninth. <laughs> Yo, I mean, was, I mean, in Sacramento, what can we say? What do you want me to say? Man? <laughs> it was the most sacramental move that they could make. Like that's that's just, a good yo, way to put it. It's, yo, Sacramento <laughs> doing sacramental things. It's like yo, we got this young, talented point guard. Let's trade him away. I, I don't I like it I was wait what and while we give away our best asset let's package one of the best shooters in the NBA into the deal let's I, not I keep understand. him for Sabonis let's not keep him for Sabonis let's package him into the deal and get rid of him all they did to me was tie up their cap space for a treadmill team that may not even make the playoffs like you may be a bottom of a treadmill where you're you're not good enough to get a top pick or you're not bad enough to be you know in the playoffs but you're 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 good enough to get maybe a 20 you know 19th pick <laughs> another role player we'll bring in and McKenzie, have them sit on the end of the bench please, i don't get sacramento man please make some sense to this trade cuz i've been trying to make sense to it for a while i need i think you, Casey likes it though Casey, you like this trade i like sabonis um <laughs> I mean, yeah. like, I mean, when you when you look at, you know, this trade, you know, it, would you do Sabonis and Tyrese Halliburton straight up? No, no. <laughs> I think that highly. I think Tyrese Halliburton is untouchable, is a uh, is untouchable. And I think he's an organization train changer. Uh, I don't smart, know about that. High IQ. Um, the, the, the kid can move the ball. They said his jump shot wouldn't translate. It looks like it's translating very well because um, on catch and shoot threes, I think he's he's shooting like about 40, 42%. <laughs> you know what, Jamar? You are right. He does. And, he not, and, he's not and, a generational talent, but he changes your organization. Yeah, on the right. move threes, he's shooting it like, like crazy. He distributes the ball. And then when Darian Fox goes out, the kid averages what? I think it's like 19 and 11. Come on, man. Okay, so what do you expect? Like, we're just talking here. So if... if in my perfect world... Everyone, in my perfect world, send send away Fox, even though I know Indiana probably didn't want it. What are we getting in return? What, what was out the there? Same thing. Do the same trade and set, take out Halliburton and put in Fox. And now uh, I'm happy with my core of Halliburton and Sabonis in Sacramento. Yeah. No, no, but but, but the court, the, the age, the age doesn't line up. The, Sabonis yeah. is a little older. De'Aaron yeah. Fox's prime more lines up with Sabonis. I think they're in the same age, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Okay, so, but so what from about that standpoint, 
sorry, you could continue. Uh, no, 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 what Casey, about go ahead, Casey? Go ahead, Casey. No, so like these guys, like we're they were talking about Buddy Heald. You know, I the coach I believe wasn't playing him as much. He got out the starting lineup, so I know Davion yeah, Mitchell, um, and Tyrese Halliburton were starting over Buddy Heald. So I think that was a time for him to be like, okay, you know what? It's time for me to get out. There was obviously a lot of rumors of him going to LA, but LA don't have no assets <laughs> to be able to trade anything. So at this point, I think that's a opening for Buddy Heald in Indiana to say, all right, well, I can spread my wings. Let's see what Indiana has to offer. That's like, you know, so. Mm. Casey, when you're getting paid $100 million, you're coming in with an expectation. Unfortunately, Buddy Heal is not going to be able to meet that expectation. will then make his contract look like it's a bad one. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. tough. I, I get that. He carries a lot of value as one of the best shooters in the league. I get that, um, but he's but so bad it's defensively. Just, yeah, it's just not enough. No. Um, it's not enough. I don't like the trade just because they got rid of Tyrese Halliburton. Uh, congratulations to the Sacramento Kings for continuing to be uh, the tenth seed in the Western Conference for the next couple of years. I'm proud of them. And their uh, their books are all tied up. I mean, woo. but I I like what Indiana did. They 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 bring in Halliburton, um, who I think is a good uh, starting point for organization. Uh, they got a bunch of picks. Um, they're gonna suck this year, obviously. Yeah. And and. They're gonna have some high draft picks and 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 move forward. So I'm, I'm kind of excited to see what happens over there in Indiana. Um, not so excited to see what happens in Sacramento. <laughs> I can't. I won't be. I, I won't lie to you. I can't remember to watch Sac last Sacramento game I've watched. <laughs> I've watched some. I really like the the Davion Mitchell kid. Uh, kid works hard. Everything that you you would want in a guard in the league right now works hard. Defends his position. Um, I think he's going to be a, a high-quality defender in this league. He'll make a couple all-defensive teams. Um, if he improves his jump shot, gets some better pace of game, he can, he can be an elite guard. He, he, he can be in the conversation, I think. Yeah, but how old is he? Young. Maybe 20, I think. 21. No, 20. no. He was, he was four years in school. He college, stayed four? I thought he stayed two. No, he was four. Oh, so he man. might be 23, 24 he's years 23. old. Yeah, he's 23. Oh. So he's turning 24. Yeah, he might be. I, he, I still ew. like him though. Ah, no, he good. He's you. good. I feel but you. He, yeah, but he, you know, he to me, he looked like an elite backup. I I get why they um why you're saying now why they went with with getting real Halliburton in terms yeah. of what matches their age at the Halliburton's moment. Halliburton's 21 years old, and I just can't imagine Indiana wanting to take on the Darian Fox contract. No. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense when you think of it like that. And if they wanted Sabonis that bad. You got to get rid of your who I thought was the best player on their roster. Not not right now, Jamar. No, he wasn't the best player. I Darren thought he was Fox the was the player. best player right now, but but next year, the year after, would the changing of the guard would have had to happen? I think so. Okay, fair enough. So, Trailblazers, <laughs> who finally have gone into blow up mode. You sure? Looks, they're, 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 you sure? <laughs> <laughs> they have a weird way of saying they're building around Dame. Um, but the Trailblazers uh, broke up the, the relationship of CJ McCollum. Um, they traded away Larry Nance Jr. and Tony Snell. And they got back Josh Hart, uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, who is now in Utah, um, Thomas Sadaransky, and they got a 2022 first-round pick protected uh, 2026 second round pick and a 2027 second round pick. 
your initial thoughts, McCasey, on this trailblazer move. I think they could have gotten much more for CJ McCollum. Um, I know they got back a first draft pick. Uh, Josh Josh Hart's he's just a hard worker. Nikhil is a young kid. Um, Thomas Sadaransky, he's not even there anymore. Um, yeah, the Pelicans won this trade. You know, just beefs them up in order to make a push for that play-in. Um, yeah, I, I I don't see. Uh, I don't know what they're gonna do with Lillard. I don't know. If, yeah, Lillard. Uh, I, we had this big conversation with uh, Dave Lillard staying and him being. What did we say? Oh man, Dame Lillard, man, is is Chloe Kardashian, and, <laughs> and 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 he just the man is just loyal to the situation. You got to respect it, but I don't know when he's gonna realize that these Blazers, these Tristan Thompsons, is just not treating him good, man. Let me ask you a question. Yeah, it comes a point in time where, right? Yeah, you could, you know, loyalty, this, that, and the third, right? But do you really believe in your heart that Damian Lillard wants to win more than he wants to get paid? He seems happy. Yeah, it's it's kind of weird. I get what you're saying, CP, because at this point, it's like, how do you not move on? How do That's, you say this? Is I'm, what I'm, I'm saying. You've already you already made. You don't on? need money. It's not about money. You can't tell me it's about money. Nah, Adidas you got a whole you got a, good. You got a whole music career as well. You can't like you can't tell me it's not money. He's a good rapper. <laughs> yeah, he's a good rapper. You can't. Yeah, tell he wins me the he money. wins the best rapper award for for an athlete for sure. So, at what point in time do people sit back and be like, maybe he just doesn't want to win. <laughs> maybe he just doesn't care, and he's happy and comfortable where he is. <laughs> it's so hard for me to go that direction though because he's such a competitor. On the court, but who isn't? Jamar, right now, if you lace up shoes and me and you go, you're gonna you're gonna come at me. You're gonna go at me. I'm gonna go at you too. There's some guys who have different levels of compete though. And I, I always saw Dame as being one of those like high level end competitors. I get what you're saying. Where though. he wants to do it on his own. You could but you're you're not blind. You can see yeah. that this is not the trend in the NBA. Who won who's won in the last 30 years a championship on their own? Well, I wouldn't say he was on his own because remember they were in the Western Conference Finals. Not but so like long you ago. need, you need a okay. Yeah. If LeBron James is a superstar, you need a, another third team All NBA player to play with you. Or you understand what I'm trying to say? Kawhi and Paul George, something like that, to so, be able to. Is it is it fair to say, Dame does is does he lose that superstar kind of like platform? Um, is he a superstar? Is he is he before pre-injury this year, because we understand he's playing through injury, did you consider him a top 10 player in the league? I did, yeah. Based on and his that, performances in the moments he was performing them in. So is it fair to say CJ was a... CJ was wasn't a good, that guy. He's a good... He wasn't CJ, a good number two. Wasn't no, a good number two. Okay. CJ is like a guy like, you know, I want you to date my daughter. He's a good guy. <laughs> he's not the kind of guy... <laughs> <laughs> He's not, the, he's not the kind of guy that I want to take into a war with me. And I know that. And I know that I got to be diving on the floor and those type of things. And it's a, you know, head first. We're crashing in and you got to run through a wall for me. And uh, CJ's not that guy. I'm sorry. He's, he's skilled. Don't get me wrong. Like, he's nice. He's, he's actually one he's of my nice. favorite guys to watch. I'm, I'm very high on CJ McCollum. I actually think he is a solid. I can't say he's a solid number two on a championship team because no. we've seen this happen. 
over the years. And he's I call him the the player who has been in the most trade rumors for the last like seven years. Like I can't imagine I can't even think of how many times I've gone on trade machine and just thrown CJ McCullum in a trade to try and break up Dame and CJ because I just don't think it works. And they're they're but, they're, they're two of the same players. Yeah. I just don't think it works, but I don't know, man. I know McCasey's also a big fan of CJ, man. What like? Don't get me wrong, like CJ. Are McCollum, you are you happy to see him? I want to ask Casey, be happy to see him in New Orleans, though, because that is the uh, one thing. Because as a fan, it's, yeah, it's a different look. It's a different look. Uh, when we when we look back at New Orleans, you know, what are the guards you remember? Right, you remember um, they got Devontae Graham over there. They had they had Lonzo, who else yeah, did they I have from before. I still don't you get why I mean? they gave him up for nothing. You know, they, they're not they gonna pay him that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this Small is small market. Th- you know, but look at look at their team though. You know, you have Ingram, you know, you have um JV, you now have CJ. It's a nice um, core. Yeah, it's Zion. a nice little core over there. And then Zion, if he when he comes back healthy, if he does, you know, um it's all a nice, this all this move club. did. Was showed Zion that we want. Well, okay, look, we want. We're trying to win. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to. We're trying to show you here. We're doing everything we can to get to the playoffs and put you in a spotlight where you could be mentioned with the best players in the NBA. But I also thought it was a good move because it's a good fit. Yeah, of course. Because um, mm-hmm. this Devonte Graham thing is just not going to cut it. The failed experiment. <laughs> um, yeah. to you have a you have a legitimate so. big three now. Yeah, to go. I, and they they gave out some an update. David Griffin came out, gave an update on Zion today. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really get it. I didn't um, see it either. I I didn't get it. Like it just oh. didn't make any sense okay, to me. Okay. Um, he said kept using some word analytic or something about his injury <laughs> <laughs> that he's okay. I don't know. They're happy with what they're seeing. Um, they didn't really give an update on where he's at when he's just a run around. Eh? Yeah. So they said they'll update again in a week. Um, <laughs> how he's doing. And maybe give us a better timeline on things, but I do but, think he's gonna play this year. I think that move is telling us he's gonna play this year. What's because the they're they're close. I, I always say it's a business, right? The point is um money one, two, um, you you gotta like give the New Orleans fans something. And they're in a position because they're they've been winning games. They're in a position. They put themselves in a position right now to be a part of the play-in, and um, that's oh, what makes I this. Forgot about that's that. what makes this season oh. so interesting. And when they added this whole play-in thing, is that there now instead of having like what so, yeah. ten, ten, maybe eight teams in the what nine teams to ten teams in the West, ten teams in the East, so that's twenty teams <laughs> in the NBA. You kind of have like 24, 26 teams going after it. Mm-hmm. Like oh, you're I right. can maybe yeah, sneak right. in that ten right. So you're right. I actually think there's a chance Zion plays this year, and I think that move solidifies that they they may have something brewing. And to put no pressure on the organization, no updates is better. Let's just have them pop 100%. up. Hey, Zion, Zion's going to be playing next week. One hundred percent, and everybody just take it from there. One hundred percent. So, 100%. I like that trade for them. I think uh, it allows CJ to play a lot more point, which I think he could be good at. I've seen him do it for. For Portland, when when Dame has gone down, um, and it's it's opened up room for Anthony Simons to to flourish. Mm, Blazers, yeah, yeah, it's opened up some room for that kid to flourish. I think that kid's very very talented. I so, think they found they found something in him that they didn't know they had, for sure. 
Yeah, for sure. But where do you, where do you see like when do you see Damian Lillard? Does he get does he get traded? That, ma- that makes like- that makes that makes Damian a little expendable. I don't understand what's wrong with that guy. Like, <laughs> you leave Chloe alone. I, yo, I don't understand, bro. I like, feel he, he'll end up in, in the, with the Lakers. I, nah, I, I don't know what. They're, Casey, they're Casey, hear me out. Casey, hear me out. Casey, I understand if Giannis <laughs> is like, nah, I'm gonna do it by myself. Because <laughs> I, I yeah. look at I look at Giannis and he's physically imposing. I get that. He could throw how much? He, the man had fifty six. 19 and 12 in the finals. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he playing with he playing with some Damian Lillard though. needs to go and go to New York. I don't know, go somewhere that needs a point guard that has an established core that you could Boston. Woof. Like go 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 tough. some Oh my goodness. <laughs> but Damian Lillard can demand if he says, "Hey, I don't want to play for this team anymore. Trade me." They will. They have a lot of respect for Oh him. yeah, they'll right. do that. They for got sure. they got the respect. Sure. They'll move on. It's like a Kyle Lowry kind of Raptor situation. Yeah, sure. sure. But for now, he's just going to play Chloe and he's just going to relax. Play. I don't understand. I don't understand what's wrong with that guy, man. That man came out and said, I'm at peace. That means the money's money's flowing. I'm here. I'm at home with my lady. I get to do what I want. I use a private jet when I want. You know what I'm trying to say? Why do I need to? Why am I going to then have to go to a new place and have to prove myself all over again? No, I run me my money and we chill. We good. I like it though. A, <laughs> I, I like the trade. It was a good yeah, trade for sure. It was a good trade. I for for what we think is a Portland blow up, and what we think uh, Pelicans moving forward. I like that. I think anytime, that makes anytime them a legitimate team next year. Anytime your objective is to move money and you got contracts off your books, it's a win in your. You know what I'm trying to say in your yeah. in your world. Yeah. Pel- Pelicans are a cool league pass team. Now. <laughs> like like yo like I'll, I'll watch those guys because it's gonna be fun watching CJ Ingram. Zion. Yeah, they're gonna give up 150 yeah. points a game. <laughs> <laughs> but it's gonna be fun. That's why I said they're nice. You know, you're right. Team. Yeah, they'll go yeah, up and yeah. down. Throw some love. Yeah, 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 you go up and down. Up and I'm down. I'm gonna go with my league pass team of the year. Actually, they're not my league pass team of the year, but they're high up on my list. The Cavs yeah. made a move a cup a couple days ago where they brought in Karis Levert, uh, and it's and they got a 2022 second round pick from Miami, basically. The Pacers got um, Ricky Rubio, <laughs> a 2022 first round pick, 2022 second round pick, 2022 second round pick um, that goes to the Indiana Pacers because they Indiana Pacers are having a fire sale, as you can realize. <laughs> shout out Call um, of Duty. Baby. Yeah, shout out Call <laughs> of Duty. Yo. Like they selling everything for cheap. They on the corner, like 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 one of them New York dudes selling DVDs. No, they're not. <laughs> how, how, are they, how is Indiana selling for cheap if they just received Halliburton? Yes, that one makes no sense to us, though. Casey, do you understand why Sacramento did that? I, no, no, I don't understand. I, I don't understand why. But we're focused on the Pacers here. I just... Like I, I think you know Sacramento just trying to get by. Like, Casey, let me ask, Casey, let me ask you a question. Struggle franchise, they just trying to get by. Trying to get by, man. Drinking government water over. Yeah, here. I think uh, one of the announcers actually. I was watching the game and they're like, "Oh man, you know this franchise has been struggling for the last fifteen years." You know? Bro, Sacramento has sucked oh, since I was sucked. a youth. That's <laughs> tough, yo, that's after, tough on your fan base. I, after Vlade Divac and Mike Bibby, I can't remember a bright spot. Chris Weber and them what guys. About that shooter? What about that? What was what's that? Peja, Peja Stakovich. Yeah, that's part of that same. Yeah, that was part of that same. That's part of that same group. But after those guys, I have, I think they're the, 
they have the longest record of not getting into the playoffs right now, right? Yeah, they were. Sure. Yeah. No, Minnesota might. No, Minnesota got in with Jimmy a couple years ago. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's crazy. Yeah, you're right. So, so but sure. we love we we I love this trade for the Cavs. Yo, Casey, yeah. do you think do you think that this I'm not gonna say contender for a championship because I still think they're too young. <laughs> just say, but just do you say think it, please, that this puts them it. in contention to come out the East? Yes, Ooh. I love that you said that. Huh? The Cavs are contenders in to come out the East. LeBron. <laughs> Man, not contenders for the championship. Yo, just say it. Just, Jamar, just, let's just out, say man. it. Let's just say it for the culture. <laughs> no, the Cavs no, are contenders. <laughs> they're, top, they're top four team in the East. They're a contender. Just say it, man. It sounds no, cool. No, that means they're top eight in the NBA. Yeah, they are. <laughs> I believe that, but they're not a championship contender. Okay. Top four okay, in the so NBA. Answer the question. Contender. Answer the question, Casey. If they, if they can gel, man, that's a top three team, man. <laughs> They can, I I think that you know if if Cleveland if Cleveland can put everything together like it, it still takes time. This is like new training camp for them. We you saying top makes... three top three in the playoffs too. No, top you're three right. in in the playoffs you're too for young East and West or but no, but he just said they're a top three team. So I'm asking the question. in the, in the East in the East. Yeah. If you look Jamar, at that, come on, man, they're still the Cavs, huh? <laughs> Dude, I'm just going based off of what McCasey said. He said, top actually, not three, top three. You know, they're See? top four. Top now he's correcting himself. <laughs> top three, top five. But if you look, if, if everything works well, you know, you insert Levert, right? Like you have what well, Kevin Love over there. That's a veteran presence, and he's yeah, doing well. He's playing very well. He changed um, his body too. He and shout out to him play, changing, playing his role too. Like coming yeah. off the edge, yeah. being cool. Because to be honest, he he better than Larry Markkinen. He could be starting, but for him to take to accept that role and come off the bench, bro, you know, man, I, um, I respect him because he's changed his career around a little bit. For a while, yeah. he had that kind of like stubborn attitude, like I'm too good to be here. Like yep. you guys got me playing with these young cats coming out saying some of these guys don't even know how to play basketball. And I think he accepted his role. He transformed his body. Um, got back in the gym, shooting the ball well, doing all the things that we know Kevin Love can do, and he's doing it off the bench. Like, a sneaky little uh, pick for six man of the year. Like, he'll be in contention. He'll be in contention, but, like, I think it's Tyler Hero's award to lose, but. Yeah. Um, sorry, Christoph, you're right. Uh, Cleveland is too young. They're too young. Yeah, they're too young. Yeah, man. they're too young. They're yeah. fun, though. It's like, it's fun It's a fun team. You they're, don't want to You don't want to see them in the second round. But like you know what I'm trying to say, they're that type yeah. of team. You don't want to see them the because size, you know it's they, gonna be it's gonna be a tough series. They got Jared Allen playing good ball over there. Um, Darius Garden looks incredible. Um, the only thing I'm concerned about is um, this is just me. Um, Karis Levert, very talented, um, has never shot it very well from the field for his career. Um, always been like a high like high volume scorer. Um, he's pretty good in the pick and roll, but at times I kind of feel like he's a ball stopper. But okay, here's my thing. I kind of agree with the ball stopping. Yes. But I think he was brought there to be more of a facilitator and a playmaker to free up Darius Garland. Yes. To come off of a lot of screens and a lot of pin downs. And they got a lot of big bodies there that can create a lot of space. It's, for it's Darius Garland, move. and he, listen, man, he him playing off the ball a little bit will make his game that much more better. You're you're reading my mind because I'm a big <laughs> Darius Garland fan. I think it works well. I think if Car- I think he's gonna fit well. I'm just saying based off of what I've seen before. Yeah, I saw Karis Levert as a little bit of a ball stopper, high volume score, but he won't be asked to do a lot of those. That's things. why, and I think that'll be the difference. 
And I think he gives them an option with three minutes left. I need a bucket. Oh, yeah. High volume moments. Bigger size than Darius Garland. You know what I mean? He's a bigger guard. I think, um, I think, and no offense to Darian Garland, I think just when the moment gets too big, I think Karis Levert would be more up for taking that shot. Yes. No disrespect yeah, I, to, no disrespect no, to Garland. No, no, no. That man's an all-star this year. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm, I'm happy for the, I'm just happy for the Cavs, man. Yeah, I'm just happy yo, for hey, the Cavs. That's team of the year. I just hope, I just hope that it's not a repeat of Atlanta Hawks. I hope it's not a whole little Cinderella story or a repeat yeah. of the New York Knicks, and it's like the second year now. Now the jury's out, you know. We, yeah. say, hey, you know, I, I, I you. just hope. I hope they're it's really not young, though. and that's what they're concerns young. me. they I like that move, though. I like it a lot. I'm, for sure. I'm happy for that team. I for like sure. the move. I think Harris Levert's a good pickup, and it solidifies their core because he's under contract. Bro, Milwaukee Bucks are nice, actually. They're, they're <laughs> See, actually yeah, yeah. Are you looking at the roster? Yeah, case? He start. He started to catch yeah. up, saying, "Yo, I really put those guys three? Yeah, no. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, no, no, man. That's why I asked you that question, Casey. They're they're top. They're to be honest with you. They just bother. They just like in each playoff. Yo, let's not let's not let's not forget team, let's man. not forget Philadelphia just made a move, eh? Yeah, right that's now awesome. they're in that's not, yo the the, the east is the east is tougher than the west. The Hot east take. is crazy. That's not even hot anymore. The no, east but the people crazy. still try and push that narrative like the west. No, the west is a two team race, maybe three because of Memphis. Yo, the east is the crazy. East, right the, now. The, east is is the east is that's, more exciting right now. It's more and most exciting of these, as well. Most of these trades are are Eastern Conference teams, kind of mm-hmm. like making big changes to the roster. They're, kinda, they're trying to juggle. They're trying to juggle. It's a chess match. I'm gonna throw another trade at you guys. All right, what's up? Um, I'm going to throw out Christoph Porzingis going to the Wizards. Did you call him Christoph? Yeah. <laughs> Christops. Christops. It's because you're the legend, dude. <laughs> Christops Porzingis going to the Wizards. Um, and the Mavericks are getting um, Spencer Dinwiddie and some guy that they gave money a while ago to shoot named Bertans. I'll be honest with you. I don't understand what the direction Dallas Mavericks are going in. It doesn't make no sense. You have Jalen Brunson there. You have Luca there. You still have um, Tim Hardaway Jr. Uh, you now you bring. In he's Spencer but he's out for the season. Oh yeah, Tim Hard- yeah. Tim Hardaway Jr. is out for the season. You got hurt. Oh, okay, okay. But still, Spencer Dinwiddie is a guy that needs the ball in his hands. I just, I not, I don't really, I don't understand the direction they have. They gave who's who's their big Dwight Powell or Maxi Kleber? Like I don't understand. <laughs> I'm just upset that if I knew they were selling Christoph, Christoph Porzingis this cheap. <laughs> if I knew they were selling Porzingis this cheap, yeah. I'm shocked. Like, what was the market for him? Like, where were the other NBA teams involved? Because whenever trades like this happen, like trades or signings like that, mm-hmm. where it's like, what was the market? How, how how did nobody else get in on this? I think the jury's out on on Perzingis, you know. I think he I think from what that playoff series and his years in Dallas where that pressure was on for him to perform as a co-star every single night that he proved that he's not that was Perzingis maybe a fourth best player on a championship team. And Jerry Bagnani. Yo, Casey, crazy, Casey, man. yo, if I could y'all high crazy. five you through this. Off the camera, I asked Jamar, like, is Przingis a modern day Barnani? Yeah, like, if you, if I feel like if you, because when I think about their games, 
Barnardi would put the ball on the floor, right? He could yeah, get it yeah, off. Yeah. He could get it off the glass. Down. Yeah, he can. <laughs> he always used to pick up those charges. You remember that? Yeah. that shit, Casey. Yeah. Yo, can you believe that the Raptors tried to sell him to us as a fan base? <laughs> like he was a number one. Yeah, Listen, but man, he, he, it's the same thing. With, what's the difference, Jamar? Talk to me. What's the difference? He, he, no, these guys are capable of rebounding, <laughs> though. But it's just like they just want to shoot behind the three-point line. Can you, know? you guys that's, tell me? That's all he want to do. Can you guys tell me? Come on, if, if we're gonna compare Andrea, which you, I was. I was actually an Andrea Barnardi like defender. Like I, I okay. appreciated him, right? If we're gonna compare Barnardi to Porzingis, and we're gonna go back then to make it fair, like Barnardi playing in his time, Porzingis playing in his time. So when the league was a little bit less skilled back then, right? Um, and Barnardi, I do think was a player who was a little bit ahead of his time. Like he played in the wrong era. If he played in like right now in his prime, he'd probably be. A little bit, yeah. No, nah, not Porzingis. Yeah, what? And he'll, I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> he'll be because you name me one person in the world, Andrea Bargnani can stay in front of and stop from scoring. If you put any seven footer at the rim and they jump up or contest a guard, they they might block it five times. He may get they might get laid six times or dunk on. Porzingis, can, who who can Porzingis stay in front of on the perimeter? Porzingis legit is when he is motivated, he's actually a really good. Now defender. here, now here, now here's the thing where we come back to when he's motivated, my brother. I don't have to come to tell you that you need to be motivated to play a basketball game. You realize he played for the Knicks before. What that got to do with anything? Could you with with the There's, old management? That, <laughs> what like, that, that don't have that was, nah, that's you, like border. That's like borderline playing in. Sacramento. That sound like excuses to me. We were just having a, a talk off camera. That's not like no, excuses to me. No, 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 no. <laughs> the reason like why that doesn't sound me. like an excuse to mm -hmm. me is like we're talking about a Knicks organization that was going absolutely nowhere and kept trading away all their assets. Like, do we that don't remember mean you what? Can. That don't mean do that we, you don't do have we, a work ethic. Do we remember what the Knicks were a couple years ago before this run? Mm -hmm. And 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 they're right back to where they were right now. Yeah. What what I'm trying to say is, Porzingis is a way better defender, way more of an athlete, and a better shooter in my opinion than Andre Bargnani was. Better athlete? Uh, I, I'm a little bit. I can give you that. Better a defender and better better <laughs> defender and shooter. I'm sorry. I, I'm not. I, I don't. He, you're not. Porzingis not putting fear of nothing in nobody's heart. Defender. No way. I would. That's not the word I would we, use to describe we, Porzingis. Is a bit lazy, man. He's a bit. We defender. will. We will. I want you guys to go back and look at some old Porzingis tapes, and and we'll 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 agree to disagree right now. Come on, Jamar, man. That's from five years ago. I'm talking we'll, about right now. We'll we'll agree to this. All right. I want you to go look at some Porzingis tapes from this year on the defensive end. Mm -hmm. And we will agree to disagree. We could all pull up highlights. We, right now, we are comparing mm -hmm. Andrea Barnardi's defense. When have you ever even heard that name? <laughs> Besides, you, like, yeah, I agree. I agree on the defensive end, but like you give Porzingis <laughs> the ball when he's in the paint, like he'll miss a layup. <laughs> Do you remember who Andrea Barnardi? <laughs> I understand that. Yes, when Jeremy Barnardi was in the past, I'm talking about right now for the current team. Like that's why the Dallas Mavericks. Well, I know he, he was played frustrated. the same role as Andrea Barney was playing for the Raptors: pick and pop, attack a closeout. But what position is wait, Porzingis? Wait, He's not I, no center. I will say that we There's, will agree to disagree. We will agree to disagree, but I will right, say right. that I do think the Wizards won this trade by a mile. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah I agree with that. And, uh, Prazing- Pr- whoever, whoever gets the best player in the trade will more than likely won the trade. Yeah, like they won the trade. I still don't get what Dallas is doing. Maybe this is setting up because Spencer Dinwiddie's under contract. I don't know, just in case they don't want to play Jalen Brunson this summer. So this well, allows they're not them, paying, they just Jay- may, may allow them to, to set up a sign and trade where they can bring someone in for, for Jalen Brunson and, and that they – think commands that kind of money because maybe they don't think Jalen Brunson deserves the probably 20, 20 mil a year that he that he's gonna probably command this summer. It's my assumption. Spencer yeah, his contract like, looked similar to Fred's before he Fred was an all-star. Yeah. Spencer Dinwiddie though, like he wasn't really getting meshing with those guys in the in yeah. the Wizards. Um he said he came in and tried room. to be a leader and they weren't feeling him. Yeah, so <laughs> I beg. Um, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw in some quick sneaky trades here, just 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 because it's they're going to title cont- title mm-hmm. contenders. Um, that the Phoenix Suns quietly messed around and got Tory Craig from Indiana for some cash. Um, good wing defender. Yeah, and they traded away Jalen Smith, some a big that they probably didn't need a lot of depth in. He you know, was honest. I think the play of Bismack Biombo really made that kid expandable yeah and the crazy part is i believe that kid was was he a lottery pick a couple years ago yeah like last year if i'm not mistaken yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah man like so uh that's interesting that he he became very expendable bismack Bismack 21 years old yeah but bismack came in there look look at the bismack's number over that gate over like that 10 game stretch the man's averaging like 18 and 12 craig chris paul made him a completely different player and the way yeah. that he was defending the rim as well. You know, you know how Bismack yeah, was looking. Yeah, Bismack. You know how that is already, right? But that's Chris Paul getting man's contracts again. Yeah. Hey, hey, yeah, him, I tell you, him and Kyle Lowry, I tell you, those two point guards, man, they get they big began, man paid. They began big man paid, man, because sure. it's not the first time uh, a point guard we like got Bismack paid. For sure. <laughs> For sure. Um, they also messed around um, and got Aaron Holiday from Washington. Um, nice little depth. I like those moves for Phoenix. Probably for sure. the best team in the league that doesn't really get talked about. Um, but nice little quick little sneaky moves that I wanted to just bring up quickly. Yeah, that um that Aaron Holiday's insurance for campaign, you know, just in case yeah, his consistency kind of wanes and that yeah. type of stuff. Yeah, yeah. He get too ahead of himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He <laughs> pipe, pipe pipe down a little bit. You know? <laughs> um the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, made a move that I know uh, McCasey really liked. Weird, Did you really yeah. like it? Um, I was, you just gotta get the hero out of there. Uh, yeah. out of, <laughs> so, he, so like, he's another they, they guy. brought in the Charlotte Hornets brought in Harold from uh, the Wizards. Um, and they gave up Vernon Carey Jr., Ish Smith, and a second round pick. Um, seems like Harrell seems like that, seems man. like another win now move you know another yeah. guy that's gonna get up and down the court in spot minutes lamello can throw lobs to you know he can grab a put have a couple put back scream in the crowd push a couple men them over you know muck muck it up a little bit just like uh like, like we were talking about off camera like he's like a, a little bit more skilled jyd just come and bring yeah. that noise bring that energy yeah what do you think casey because i like i like this move for them i think it's gonna be fun um i think they're gonna go hard um yeah. but doesn't move the needle though doesn't well in the needle. east right now it doesn't move the needle no. just needle because of what the east has but i liked what was being reported um before they did the herald deal it was being reported that they were going to give up pj washington and some other assets 
um, nobody that was part of their core to get back in uh, Yakim Pertle. Hmm. Hey, hey let me tell you something. I think for that people, would have been that would have been like a that would have been the move I really really liked. For the fans that don't know, Jakob Pertle is the best defensive big in the NBA. Go look at the numbers. Go look it up. He's been playing well. This That's year, all man. I'll say. He's, he's been, the best he's defensive. Been... When 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 you see the Raptors attach themselves to a player, there's a reason. Yeah. yeah. Not not the other way around. Not an agent attach himself to. A Raptors or a player that wants to come to the Raptors when the Raptors attach themselves in that guy's good man. Yeah, not much to talk about that one. Just a nice no. little move. Yeah, um, yeah. we'll squeeze through some nice little moves that we'll we'll we'll, we'll skip through here. What the Boston Celtics training Josh Richardson to San Uh, yeah, and bringing over Derek White. I man, sneaky move. Really good move. They get that point guard depth that they've been looking for. Hopefully get some control over the Celtics offense at times. Brings them some more depth. Another guard who could score it. Um, he's a very good defender. I really like Derek White in Boston. What do you guys think, man? I think it's a good move for them. Just uh, gives them some more depth for their playoff puts. I'm sure. I'm sure they're right on the Raptors' tail from a winning streak standpoint. I think Raptors have won eight. They've won six or seven. Yeah. So they're so they've been they've been creating a little bit of separation in the loss column as well, right? They're moving up right behind the Raptors. So I think they they see what the Raptors see and they want to bring in that same kind of veteran help that can fit their locker room and fit the tune that their young guys go to and try and, you know, go take it as far as they can in the playoffs. I'm digging yeah, that man. move. For, yeah. for Derek White, for sure. he's, a sure. three, he's a three-point. He shoots. Yeah. He shoots, man. He can so. shoot it, stretch the floor. You're right, Casey. Mm-hmm. He can shoot. And I think that's what they were missing. I think yeah. they, they, Josh Richardson was not providing them with that floor spacing. <laughs> nah, it's like they got – that's why I think that's like a well-done well, <laughs> well done trade to not really give up anybody in your core. There was a lot of rumblings about Marcus Smart being relocated. But, man, nah, to yeah. keep Marcus Smart and get – He's their glue. Eric White, that's 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 a nice pickup. For sure. Um, Serge Ibaka ends up in Milwaukee. Uh, Brooke Lopez replacement. Yeah, nice little Brooke yeah. Lopez safety, just in case he can't come back. Pick and um, pop, hit a couple threes, you know, defend the rim a little bit. McCasey's favorite move of the day. Uh, Marvin Bagley ends up in, in in Detroit in that same move. It's like a four-team uh, trade um, where I would say the the person who ends up in Sacramento that is notable to bring up is uh, DiVincenzo. Um, he's good, eh? He's really yeah, good, eh? No, he's good. He's, he's going to go and start at the two right away. Yeah, DiVincenzo ends up in Sacramento. Uh, Marvin Bagley, though, in Detroit. Is that fun? He's going to get him out of Sacramento, you know, and he finally gets to start his career, man. Yeah. That's a good That's a good way to look at it, Casey. That is well, a good way to look that's at a good it. Way to look at it. He gets a fresh start. We, we've been talking about how Sacramento's kind of like a, that struggle organization that you have to go through. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you take a, a young kid out of that atmosphere, I'm, I'm not comparing him to the to 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 Andrew Wiggins and, and the all-star that he's become this year, but you take a talent or or a lottery pick, a potential talent out of a, a bad organization and you you put them around some veterans, um, which actually Detroit doesn't really have. But if you give them just room to grow, you never know. But they have someone there that I think really helps the situation in their head coach. Um, Dwayne Casey is proven. Uh, to get young guys to play hard. Um, as much as Detroit has struggled over the last couple of years, you never hear about them playing hard or not playing the right way. Yeah. Just to piggyback of what you're saying, Jamar, Dwayne Casey now has a semblance or silhouette of a core 
that he can work around in Cade, Sadiq Bay, and Bagley, where you have a inside presence, outside presence, and a wing stopper. Yep. Right. So and and like you like just to piggyback off what you said, Dwayne Casey has proven that he could develop guys and put guys into positions to succeed. Um, I think he's a player's coach, and I think they have a good Detroit has, don't get me wrong, they'll still mean the lottery this year and be in the lottery next year. But <laughs> it when they get those assets out those three guys, one of them will probably have to go for vet for help now. But you'll yeah. see, you'll see at that point in time, you have a, you have something a uh, building blocks, you have somewhere to start. Better than where you were a week ago. And and you know what? Detroit has a really special talent in Cade Cunningham. Ooh. So I'm very, very excited to kind of see that all like happen and come into place. I'm very excited for that team and that organization that they have some light at the end of the tunnel. Mm. There's some light at the end of the tunnel there. Um, for sure. And it looks like they finally got one of their picks right. Um, mm-hmm. cause the last like big lottery pick they had was what? Killian Hayes. Killian Hayes. Yeah. yeah Dwayne uh, Casey put that kid on the bench. Yeah. So it's like, they got, they got this one right in, in Kate Cunningham. Um, excited for that organization. Um, just to add one more trade, just to, um, the Houston Rockets are trading Daniel Tice to uh, the Celtics for, <laughs> he's going back <laughs> for, for Dennis Schroeder. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> you are killing me, man. That, that's that's been all downhill since that that whole Lakers situation. Um, it didn't work out. I never thought it was going to work out with the Celtics. Um, he looks at he looks at Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum and thinks he's just as good as them. I'm that guy. Like, why I'm why can't I take it? <laughs> I'm just as good as you, man. Uh, good luck to Schroeder. Hopefully, they don't put him on the bench like Wall. Where'd he go again? Houston. Yeah. yeah, he's not gonna play. <laughs> he's not gonna play. Houston is going young, so it's just gonna be going sit him down. Is he is he gonna be a potential buyout guy that we see back on the market? Yes, yes. Yeah, and his then, contract's not that big, man. <laughs> and then there within is now the beginning of his one year deals. Yeah, boom, one year okay. deal minimum contracts, and then he's gonna go from team to team until he's out of the NBA. He should. I mean, hey. I think he's a good buyout candidate. So yeah, for if, sure, if he gets bought out, play. where does he go? What what team needs a what team needs his assistance? Because to me, it's a it's a title contender who needs some like quick scoring off the bench, or it it might just be a team who needs some scoring off the bench. Clippers, Clippers, yeah, Clippers. Clippers need a point guard. But is he gonna go there and look at Kawhi and be like, nah, get watch out, yo? <laughs> no, gonna, I was I was gonna say something that was gonna frustrate you guys. What's that? Toronto. What? Off the bench, he doesn't fit. Can we get some? Can we get some? He don't fit. Of, a little bit of scoring because yo, just his his personality and and I know us as homers, we look at the Raptors one way, but Americans still look at Toronto a certain way too, right? Yeah. So he's gonna come here and automatically think I'm I'm bigger and better than this organization. I okay. you could already yeah right away it wouldn't work. No Fair no enough. no Fair no enough. no no absolutely okay. not. <laughs> absolutely, we're, not. we're gonna get to the big Kahuna today. Uh, yeah yeah. Uh, Casey got his wish list. Uh, ben Simmons is playing basketball. Yeah, uh, <laughs> his fantasy team is good for anybody who's been following. Uh, Casey finally got Ben Simmons playing because shockingly, uh, the Brooklyn Nets traded James Harden to the Philadelphia 76ers and they got back Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, and two 
first round picks. I'm going to need your initial reaction, McCasey. Totally. I was initial just... reaction, like straight up. I want it raw and authentic. What to be honest with you, I was jumping up. I was just like, yo, I even had, yo, you know, um, here we go. We got a shot at immunity. But oh, was, that's a nice, that's a nice I shirt, Casey. Jumping up. I was like, yeah, yeah. And then Sherry was just like, my girl was just like, hey, did we win the lottery? No, no, no. Like, <laughs> you know, and I was I was really excited. I didn't I didn't think it was gonna happen, to be honest with you. I was just like, yeah, you know, Jamar's talking to us about contracts, and yeah, I was not gonna work out. And I was just like, it did work out. So now, yeah. you know, um, you know, they they gave up, you know, Philadelphia gave up a lot, <laughs> gave up a lot, you know, and um, yeah, no, I, I was actually excited, man. You can see my face right now, probably, <laughs> you know, like it, it's exciting. Like I would, like obviously, I, I was watching, you know, Brooklyn before, but now when you see him, it's just like. You know, those stadiums are going to be sold out with Simmons yeah. coming to town. And then them, they also have to figure it out, you know. But as I said, Ben Simmons, 6'10", being able to dribble. Kevin Durant. Why, why, would, you, why would you trade that guy in the same oh. division? The, that's yeah. that's what I don't get. That's what? what <laughs> that's what I've been trying to explain that to people. See, I don't is, understand. It's what I don't get. This is, this is what I don't understand about this trade. <laughs> Is I get it, Ben Simmons is not playing for you. He's he's not there. But James Harden has come into this season out of shape. He's a he's aging. He's getting older. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying like James Harden has fallen off a cliff. But it's not like he's, he takes he's care an NBA All Star. Yeah, he's no, not you. a person who takes care of his body. Philly just took on a guy that they have to give the super max to. James Harden will now go down as the highest paid NBA player ever. Is he still eligible for that because of the trade? Yes, he is still okay. eligible for that because they have his bird rights and everything. Okay, okay. Makes so sense. the way I see it is, are they willing to be paying James Harden 50 mil a year until he's like 36, 37 years old? Quickly, quickly, what, can you explain what bird rights is? Explain to everybody what the so, bird rights are. So, so bird rights essentially is when you get when you have a player on a team um, regardless of cap space, you can sign that player. There you go. Because okay. they've they've been under contract with you. So with them having the bird rights to James Harden, I'm assuming he's going to opt into their because oh wait that was part of the trade. He opts into the, his player option next for next year. year. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that is about forty seven, forty eight million dollars, and then he's going to qualify for the supermax, where they're going to be paying him like fifty million dollars in well into his late thirties. So he can go from super. He, it can be as quick as superstar James Harden to one of the worst contracts in the NBA. Look at Russell Westbrook. And you just gave up twenty-five-year-old Ben Simmons. And this is what I keep saying to people: I think he's going to haunt them. I think he's gonna he's gonna come in if Brooklyn and 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 Philly see each other in the playoffs. Ooh. They now have the Defensive Player of the Year to guard. Who's guarding that? <laughs> Who's guarding that? I just I don't I don't under Philadelphia. It looks like it looks like Philadelphia felt pressured. It looked like Rich Paul was in the man ear, like, yo, you trade him yet? You trade him yet? Like on like mm. it had to be, it had to be something that because there's no why would you <laughs> they made I mean, unless unless 
that James Harden made it clear. Yeah, he made it clear, it sounds like, that he then, wanted to move then, on. Then, you know, then no yeah. problem. But then Philadelphia gave up way too much. I want to, if, if I like this trade, if they keep Seth Curry. Yeah, Andre Drummond, it makes it more even. But yeah, Seth, Seth Curry puts him over the yeah. top, man. Like Seth Curry, like, because it's like you traded Harden, you got rid of your best shooting, Ty, you take Tyrese Maxey off the ball. Um, he's not a great spot up shooter. You keep Danny Green, but he's kind of falling off a cliff the last little last sure. little bit. He has his um, But shot. I will say that they have guys who've stepped up in Philly. Yeah. Um, one of those guys have been Andre Drummond off the bench, but now he's in Brooklyn. Um exactly what Brooklyn needs, a big body. Yeah, just a big body. He'll 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 come in handy in some series. Like, it seems like it seems like Philadelphia just filled a bunch of Brooklyn needs. <laughs> uh, to make them a much better team going into the playoffs. That's, that's, what it why, like for me. And that's <laughs> why I don't like the trade. It, like, if it personally to me, if I'm a GM, Ben Simmons is not even staying in the East. No, <laughs> I'm shipping him to no, somewhere. Portland. Like, I'm shipping him somewhere random. And I don't Deer think. Fox. <laughs> I don't. Ah, I don't like that Fox for 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 Embiid to win mm-hmm. right now. I don't think that puts him over the top, but. Sacramento I though with Tyrese Halliburton, I think yeah. they do that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think they do. I Tyrese Hall, they could have got me with. I don't think Sacramento gives it up. Tyrese Halliburton, Buddy Hield, and some. Nah, that's that's a tough for Ben sell. Simmons. Yeah, for a no, guy no, who no, hasn't no, played. No. So yeah, no, 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 no. What is Ben Simmons, bro? I'm doing. That. I know, but yeah, there, there's still the uncertainty of he hasn't played. And just you guys got to remember. I mean, I know it's like, what's the last sight we have of Ben Simmons? Is him giving up a layup on Trey Young because he didn't want to go to the free He did not give line. a layup. He actually passed the ball. <laughs> Casey, the man was underneath the rim. He could He's have a passer. He's for he, he looked, he looked Casey, terrified. Casey, Casey. I know Casey, he should have dunked it. Casey, but like, so then, come on, man. The, and then <laughs> the one thing it. that goes untalked about in that series, though, is the defensive job that he did on Trey Young. Yeah, but that's going to get overlooked. Yeah, it's always Unfortunately, because you lost the series. If you... If you Played if you didn't shoot, the man took four shots in seven games in four four in seven fourth quarters. Yes, that's uh, that's what the heck. You, that's really like, good. That's crazy. <laughs> so if you win that series, I could overlook that because you held Trey Young to like 29 percent shooting, whatever the hell it was over yeah, the, yeah. over over the five games when he finally switched on to him. No yeah. problem. But the fact that you lose, and that's how you you giving up layups. Then on top of that, the camera catches everything. They're catching Joel Embiid reaction. Yeah. They're catching. Then well, they're that's, gonna that's go. On the media, that's on the media too, man. Those guys should know, like, not the reaction. Not no. Okay, yeah, the reaction. But coming on the media, him and Doc Rivers saying, "Hey, I they should don't know they should know better though. They should know better. You know, they, yeah, so I don't like want to hear. I don't want to hear no first world problems because that's how the NBA works. If you don't yeah. have your brothers back, they're gonna. It's it's a wrap from there. So you can't. So D- Joel Embiid knows very well. He's been in the NBA for a long time. Doc Rivers has been a leader and a head coach in the NBA for a long time. That you cannot go and get fooled by the press like that. Yeah. Into 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 duped into to answering some bullshit question that they're asking you. You're gonna. It's not. I'm sorry. Okay, so I'm gonna ask the both of you. Okay. Um, CP, you go first. Give me. You you got to sell me. I'm the fan base right now. I'm the Philadelphia 76ers fan base. Okay. Um, sell me on why this was great for them. Um, because offensively, right now we have two top five players in the NBA. Um, we have enough wing defenders in Danny Green, Matisse Stiebel, 
Tobias Harris, and even Tyrese Maxey can switch on to a bigger guy. You could call him a defender, a guard, wing defender, whatever you want to call him, yeah. right? Um, to be able to supplement what, what James Harden lacks on defense. Yes. Um, I think that we have enough shooting and floor, floor spacing to still allow Joel Embiid to be Joel Embiid in the mid-range, mid-post area. Um, defensively, with that type of team, I'll be honest with you, like it just comes down to your heart and your will and your competitive fire in that moment, like your will to win in that moment in a in a in a in a seven game series in a game six or game seven coming down to crunch time. James Harden is not going to watch somebody dribble past him and go do a layup like he would yeah. in a regular season. So yeah. it's just a matter about your compete level. Um, like, you know, those fake narratives we don't want to deal with. He's not going to do that as a competitor. He may do yeah. that in a regular season for game 29. Who cares? <laughs> Right. <laughs> but it, like, so I just, I think, I think it, it, Philadelphia is better today than they were yesterday. Of course. But the, what, what's confusing is because normally who gets the better player wins the trade. But even though James Harden is the best player in the deal, I think that Brooklyn got a player that's a better fit for KD and Kyrie's game. So okay. both teams won. Yeah, I agree. Um, McCasey, I'm now the Brooklyn Nets fan base. Oh, that's easy. You gave me the Yo, hard you, one. You you got you, you got to <laughs> sell me. No, nah, I, I don't. I don't think that's. I don't think the like Philly. Like in in reality, the way I see it is they traded Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, and two first round picks for James Harden. He better come ben, in there and perform because Ben Simmons wasn't even playing. So in my eyes, it's like take Ben Simmons out of the concept because to Philly fans, he wasn't even there this season. No, no, you playing. can't do that. No, 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 the, no, no, no. Understand what no. understand why I'm saying it. All their success has been done without him on the floor. So but the, the the success that they're having now is significant drop off from when he is there. So it's hey, so it's a I get what you're saying, but that's why I'm saying the way I see this trade. That's the, if I'm a Philly fan, is we traded Seth Curry and Andre Drummond and two first rounds picks for James Harden because we haven't seen Ben Simmons in months. No, he hasn't you, no, Jamar, you can't look at it like that. That's like saying like that. That's the same thing to me. Like when we were fooled by the Raptors when they were 17 and five when Kawhi wasn't there. No, I'm not saying like they're better without Ben Simmons. You're not understanding what I'm saying. I'm not saying they're better. No way. Mm. There, no team is going to be better losing Ben Simmons. Mm. What I'm saying is. If you're a Philly fan, you're only thinking up because if someone said to you, we are going to trade Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, two first round picks for James Harden, you're going to say yes. What? Anybody's going to say yes, right? And why I say that is because they haven't seen Ben Simmons. He is like he's not even but there. They, but so they when they know. give, when, I know. But when they give this, so it still up, hurts. Yeah, That's still gonna I don't, hurt. I don't you think know. it hurts them because he's broke that relationship with that fan base. Okay, from that standpoint, yeah. Then, yeah. So okay. that's why I'm yeah. seeing it is if I'm a Philly fan, that's just how I'm looking at this trade. Like, oh, Ben Simmons, the ghost. He wasn't here in the first place. Okay, okay, like, okay. It was like he becomes like in their eyes. Yeah, he was a throwing in. The I trade. think that's a casual <laughs> fan though. Yeah, I think someone who really follows basketball knows the impact that. Because someone doesn't shoot, that doesn't mean they don't impact the game. And I, I think know, Ben Simmons impacts the game greatly. Like, he changes your organization. But that's and the beauty of it. Um, 90% of fan bases are casual fans. That's the problem. Right? <laughs> so that's that's why I'm like, 
addressing it in that in that situation in that sense. But yeah, Philly definitely gets way better than they were yesterday. For sure. For sure. <laughs> they 100%. get way better. They get way better. Um, McCasey, on the Brooklyn Nets fan base now, man, you got to sell me on why we traded James Harden for a guy that we haven't seen in months. Well, forget Ben Simmons right now. Seth Curry, I, you know, Kyrie Irving's not playing, you know, home games, and you have a next point guard coming in <laughs> playing valid that point, one. Valid point. And you, when you look at Ben Simmons, now you go, okay, well, Steve Nash, you know, he's played on multiple teams now, and you look at his coaching style, and it's like, okay, well, hi, Ben Simmons. Thank you for coming to the Brooklyn Nets. All right, we're going to look at you like a dream on and, you know, play basketball that way. And then it's just mm-hmm. like, all right, if you're in the corner and anyone's attacking, be ready to shoot. That confidence goes up. There's no motivation to play. As CCP says, no NBA player should need motivation to play the sport that they're being paid for. However, now you have the confidence in not only your coach, all the mm-hmm. veterans, Blake Griffin, Lamarcus Aldridge, um, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, Patty Mills. You have shooters that can shoot in Joe Harris when he comes back from his ankle injury. You got a big in Dr- uh, Drummond, and also you have Seth Curry. Like Those are some amazing players to wrap around Simmons. The only scary thing is it's like, you know, Simmons always been like, I want to play in California. You know what I mean? So now it's just like, okay, well, we got to make this kid happy as he's here. But of course he's going to be happy. He's with some NBA finalists, man. Some guys that have won some NBA championships. And and I said I wouldn't do this trade if Seth Curry wasn't in it. I thought he was the big piece for Brooklyn to add. They need shooting. Um, yeah. Andre Drummond was a nice little piece, especially for size that they could throw out in specific matchups. Um, I actually thought they were going to turn around with those two, two first round picks and try and flip it into something else right away. The one is 2027 and one's 2022. Yeah. I thought they were going to flip those right away and try and go after like another player and maybe yeah. like look at contracts like Claxton or the fact that Joe Harris hasn't played all year and I don't know when he's coming back. Do you send his contract? That's how I was thinking. Do I send Joe Harris's contract now that I got Seth Curry shooting and Patty Mills? Does this does this does this make Kyrie expendable? So I'm crazy. <laughs> for, right? for, so, yeah, so, me too. <laughs> so I'm crazy. So when this trade happened, I was talking to a friend of mine and I said, Am I nuts for thinking that Ben Simmons, KD, and the core that they've now built mm-hmm. can, can come out the East? Because is is now Kyrie worth the non non vaccination headache? Yes, he's always worth it because they're always going to be better from a, from a, from a, yeah. from a, yeah. from, from, a, from, from a skill standpoint. Yeah, from a, skill from a personality standpoint, standpoint Kyrie nah, has I shown would, that uh, his mind I'm is a, elsewhere. Sometimes I'm a big Kyrie fan, but if Me I too. was the Nets. It's tough to move him right now because of what's going yeah. on too, though. But That's he's a free agent at the end of the year. So, so it's not about he's a free agent. So it's yeah. either he frees up or so that so do you now make that because Kyrie's not gonna come here and take a one-year deal. He's 28 or 29, however old he is. He wants a five-year deal. <laughs> Are you now you have because Ben Simmons on a max deal, Kevin yeah. Grant's on a max deal. Yeah, you, Harris, you solidified Harris, that core. Yeah. Yeah. Joe Harris is in that core, Patty Mills, right? You've now added Seth Curry's on a four-year deal he just signed. That's um, beautiful. Right, so you have does that so now you have all that money committed already for guys who are multi year deals. That's not to mention that you also have to pay your big man in it. Hold on, so that's another question after after you answer Kyrie. 
because the acquisition of Andre Drummond makes they're, Nick they're Claxton. Not paying. They're not. No, they're Nick Claxton, he's not he's staying, right? Yeah, he's not expendable. Okay, so Drummond that, probably leaves at the end of the year. Do you think Kyrie? Kyrie's expendable? Yeah. Yeah, me too. K- no, KC, he's a, he's a, he's expendable. I don't think he's a, he's expendable if KD says so. Yeah, they gotta cut. Take okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. If because okay, in reality, KD KD kind of determines what's going on, what You're happens right. with that organization right now. I'm pretty sure he probably did the sign off with Harden, the Harden sure. trade, because I know he was trying to keep him. That's they were still, they like were show, they were throwing a uh, mad shade at Harden on the oh on All-Star the on the All Star oh, oh, that's crazy. No, nah, but he showed love. He said, "Yo, I'm just I'm happy for all my brothers, man. Regardless of what happens." So KD, yeah, he said he said the right thing. They got. I think I think KD sneaky realizes like Harden's my guy, but you think so? This this is a good thing for us. Man, because I'm just thinking of the, we talk about how this is gonna work with Philly. That mm. like that pick and roll with Joel Embiid and James Harden is gonna be ridiculous. I do want to correct somebody because I heard somebody say this on TV today and it got me upset. I don't know. I'm actually I'm gonna pick you guys' brain. Are they the best duo in basketball? I don't think they are. Duo as a uh, best duo in basketball. Yeah. Are they the best duo in basketball right now? Because James Harden and Joel Embiid, those two together. That's a tough one, eh? Uh, that is a tough one. Um, that is a real tough one. So I'm gonna tell you why. No, I don't. I don't, I don't think, think. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think they're better than Kevin Durant or, and Kyrie when they're when they're um when they're when they're playing together. They're not yeah. better than Kevin Durant and Kyrie. Now, don't get me wrong. Will they win a matchup? Because yeah, who the hell's guarding Joel Embiid? No, but problem. that's what I'm saying. Like but the best not. duo. So here, here's who I'm. I'm gonna sneaky still somehow put as the best duo in basketball. Um, I just think that their roster just doesn't fit. So people are forgetting that LeBron James and Anthony Davis play together. They're not the best dude. Anthony Davis is not the guy that you guys think he is. Uh, I, I would mark. He never him. was. He never was. He all he was putting up big numbers on a bad team nah, in New Orleans. The bubble was cap. Let's get this real. <laughs> the bubble was cap. <laughs> and then now, and now when basketball is really back, you're seeing what's up. Basketball is basketball. It doesn't matter. Two rims. Bubble, yeah, no, Casey. I understand, Casey. Come on, it's not that the bubble. Bad. I think the bubble, the bubble. I was like you, McCasey, but the bubble plays a role. These are, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The bubble played a role. The bubble played a role. Um, environments keep big. I do think Anthony Davis is still a top 10 player in the world. Um, I think he's a top 10 talent. I think he started off the season way too heavy. That you said two different helped. things there. Top ten player and top ten talent are. Two I think he's things. both. I think he's both. That's why I said both. He's top ten talent, sure, but he's not. He not. Top I think 10 he's player, a. I think he's a top ten player. Um, His impact on winning is not big enough. Sorry. I. I, I think it's. I think is it's he better than Chris Paul. Um, that's a tough <laughs> one for me. Um, is he better than Chris Paul? That's a tough one for me. I don't Steph know. Very and Clay Thompson. He's better than Clay. He's better. He's better than Clay. He's better than Clay. He's better than Clay. Steph he's not better than Steph. He's not better than Giannis. He's not better than Joel Embiid. Is he better than Jokic? No, but you just no. name like parts of like the, the 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 top heavy of the top five. Just but, leaving out KD and LeBron. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. 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 Because you can't um, go with Kawhi this year. He ain't playing. No. No. But. But you no, know, but that's how you, that's, you no, know, that's, you know, that's Kawhi's you, a top. He's just, he just hurt. You, being hurt, don't lose your place. Yeah, you do lose your place. You do not, not Jamar, if you're hurt. I don't know what <laughs> is he you not look coming like? back. 
I don't know what I don't. That's know a big injury, like. though, man. That's I don't really know what you injury. look like when you come back. That that's just fair to say. So wait till he comes K- back and K- loses. K- then don't just take it away. He KD didn't, didn't play. Injury for two, doesn't take away. KD didn't play for two years. Nobody was talking about him being the best. He was player still regarded as the second best player in the NBA. No, Stop he was that, not. Man. There was a what? lot of Giannis, LeBron talk. Don't do that. Stop that. Stop there that. There was a lot Stop of Giannis that. and LeBron. LeBron I, I, when and KD would was always out, KD would get the honorable mention until he comes back. If KD was healthy, he would be number two. That's what they would always say. But it goes Giannis, LeBron. I, until I see Kawhi Leonard, he's not in it. I gotta see him. I gotta see what he looks like when he comes. If, back. if Anthony, so so he's top ten based on what have you done for me lately because of injury. He Anthony that's, Davis is that's, not that. That's literally how the NBA works, though. It is what have you done? for No, me it's lately. not. It go by your eye <laughs> test, Jamar. You're a basketball player. That means Yo. that that means that if Fred Van Vliet has a good year, that year he's a he that that doesn't make it that he's so a top so ten player, in the, top who, ten point guard in who, the NBA. He's just having a good year. Who's the best point guard in the NBA right now? Stephen Curry. So who's your top three point guards in the NBA right now? Steph. Does Ja, does ja get in? Jess, ja, ja, yeah, ja, ja passes the eye test for sure. See, but, but that's what I'm saying. Ja but the like, eye test for sure. So you're going Steph? I'm talking about eye test right now. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kyle Lowry has a big impact. Does that mean he's better than Steph? No. Do you know what I'm trying to well, say? He, so, his impact's not even close to Steph too either. Though. But you know, but you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Impact is different than skill. Right? So... Uh, yeah, if you so can what? name me nine guys right now that you think are better than Anthony Davis, I'd be impressed. All right, you, right now you want me to try and go through it? Yeah. So let's go through the five obvious ones. Because my my bad, you got to name ten. You got to name ten. Giannis, that's gonna be tough. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be tough. But you, that's man, the, just... bad, the bad might still be a top ten player. He just came out to me. He came out with they. We were talking about Is him he for better the last than Bradley Beal. Yes, that's not even a conversation. Uh, Bradley Beal, that's a joke. Are you You're joking, he, right? You're joking. Now, nah, right? Lillard's better than him, though. <laughs> is he better than Lillard? A healthy Lillard? Lillard, Lillard is over, over, um, over Anthony Davis. Giannis is over him. I don't know. I, I don't even. I don't even know. I don't even. Is he better, is he better than Carl Anthony Towns? Yes, that's that's stupid. <laughs> Irrelevant. <laughs> Irrelevant. Kyrie, the James way that guy. Remember, we're talking right. about a guy who. Maybe a top ten defender and top ten offensive player in the world. If you when you consider those two things, when he wants to be healthy, yeah, yeah. But when he's healthy, yeah, that like, that that when he wants Devin he Booker, when he's not better than Devin Booker, he's, Stop he's that. better than Devin Booker, man. Devin Booker, Chris Paul. We're talking about a guy who's a two way. Like he affects the game. Everybody we've said is two way guys. Devin Booker's not a two way guy. Don't do that. Carl Anthony Towns is not. Carl Anthony Towns is no. Carl Anthony Towns is not. I'll give you that. Booker's a two-way player. Kevin Carl Anthony Bradley Beal is not a two-way guy. In winning situations, he is. Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> he's better than. He's better than all. Yo, he's better. Than, guys, you're naming <laughs> off names, and you're starting to realize Luka, that I'm right. It's okay. It's actually, okay. There's actually ten guys. <laughs> okay. There's actually ten it's okay guys. to just say Jamar. Okay. <laughs> you're yeah. Okay. Right. No. Okay. He's, he's, he's a top. No. 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 Because Jokic. Jokic is above. Above. I know. I know. Casey. But there's not. There's not ten players right now that you could name. Like I'm just looking at it right now. There's not ten players that you could name. Don't get me wrong. There. There are some that you can argue. You. He goes like between eleven to thirteen. The argument nah, that the argument that everybody was I'm having before right when they won the championship was this was the argument. He's a top five player. That was the argument that we no. were arguing for a while. He's so, a top ten. I'm I know. So that's now. what I'm saying. They I don't think he's. I don't think he's better he than Jason out, Tatum. 
But, oh my god. Nah, okay, so look, okay, so let's list it down right here. Damian Lillard, you have LeBron, you have Paul George. You have Jamar Paul there. George, Paul George is not better as he did. Oh uh Luca. But when you say uh, better, when you say better, what are you talking about? Are you talking about impact see, on the game or talking about impact and talent? And when you think about a six foot eleven guy who dribbles, shoots, passes, and does all the and, and you put Pascal. You put Pascal over Anthony Davis. That's fucking great. I'm about to end this podcast. <laughs> I, know, I, know CP. I know CP, so I want to know. You uh, yeah, Casey, you're not far off. Let me just say that I know Jamar. Jamar, you're not far. Off. <laughs> you're not far off. There's a lot. There's a lot more that goes into being a great basketball player than just being able to pass, dribble, and shoot. If though, if that's your criteria okay. from what out. Anthony Davis is being as a top 10 player, then no, sir. Okay, okay. So How far is he from man? So hear me out. Hear me out. I'm going to ask you guys something. I'm not going to yeah. put any names on anything. Okay. If somebody told you that they have a six foot 10, six foot 11 guy mm-hmm. who can pass, shoot, and dribble. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. He can pass, shoot, and dribble. And that. on top of that, yeah, he is probably the best defender in the NBA. Oh my God! What would you what would what would you, what, 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 what would you say? I, of course, I would take it, but you're not describing <laughs> yeah. Anthony Davis. You're more describing Giannis or Jokic. But that's you're not describing top... Anthony Davis. All right, guys. Fair enough. But he's a top ten player. We'll, we'll I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. He's top but, ten player. But but there's a difference. In, like talent. there's a difference in the top. He's, 10, he's a right? top. He, okay, this is what I'll say. He's a top three person in terms of affecting the game on the defensive end. We're talking about a guy who guards one through five. Uh, does he? I mean, he switches I, out on guards. We well, used, yes. used to play. We're then. talking about a guy. If you watch, if you go watch the bubble a couple years ago, that's the man who was switching out on Jimmy sometimes. Like we're talking about the a guy. The bubble who guards. was cap. So you're telling me Anthony Davis can't switch out on guards? So you have Giannis, <laughs> top defender, Pat Beverly. All right. Um. So. <laughs> Not even gonna do that. I'm not even gonna. I know what you guys are trying to do not, to me now. I'm not, not even gonna. Do you it. have. You I'm have, not even gonna do it. You want to. You want to throw in Rudy Gobert? Like I don't I'm understand. Not, I'm not. Casey I'm not even player. gonna do it. I'm not even gonna do it. But <laughs> Kawhi to, Leonard. To, to sum up that trade, yeah. Um, we all agree that it, it works for both parties. It makes sense. Um, to to get back on track with uh this trade here, I think it makes sense <laughs> for both parties. I can't wait to see Ben Simmons in the open floor. And it's spaced out because there's no shooter. There's no clogged up in the lane because uh, of Joel Embiid. He's a beast down there. You got to let him sit down there and go to work. So he has the space to do it. Um, I'm picturing KD and Ben Simmons picking rolls. I'm picturing Kyrie and Ben Simmons picking rolls with, with Ben Simmons rolling to the rim and you have no clue what to do. Uh, and he's a secondary decision maker. Uh, when I think of that team, I think about how Philly wanted to put him in the dunker spot but they really couldn't because of Joel Embiid. Now, you can throw that guy in the dunker spot there by himself, open up the floor and put KD in the middle of the floor. Man, I think of so many ways they can play basketball. I think adding Andre Drummond lets them play big. Uh, Claxton gives them that switchability with some size. Aldridge gives them that pick and pop to still stretch the space the floor. And when people want to go really small on them, they can play Ben and KD at the four and five. He's the ultimate utility knife. Like, yeah, he's, just, that's, he's a he's a Draymond Green on steroids. I guess. Yeah, it's it's really fun yeah. when you think about the basketball aspect of it. 
for sure them on the court together if it works it makes so much sense philly on the court together if it works it makes so much sense that's why i'm so excited both teams one in their own respect i just like it more for brooklyn and i think ben simmons is going to be haunting the 76ers for I just, the next couple years. You don't. That's the that was a huge mistake what Philadelphia made trading Ben it, Simmons in the same. You play that guy four times a year. Every time he's circling that he's circling that date on his calendar. Every time. Yeah. Where where do you think his head's gonna be at first game back in Philly, Casey? Kill. Ooh. You think he's gonna be able to survive it, eh? Philly's a crazy fan base. That's a crazy, yeah. They, yeah. they tough gonna over there. Man. It's gonna be loud in there, but for him, it's just like, yeah, you guys, you guys, you guys turn against me. <laughs> turn your back against me. All right. Yo, young- Casey, the man, the man had a meltdown because the men them said something about him in the media. You think hey, it- <laughs> man? Hey, don't hey guys, <laughs> to talk people. about this stuff with me on the pod. Y'all know I'm big on mental health, big on mental wellness. I'm I'm happy the kid is getting help. For I'm, sure, I'm, I'm, for I'm sure. hoping that like he he figures this out. Um, I'm, I'm just happy though. that he's another. I don't know if I hope he's not using it for a cover up. That's my hope too. Um, I hope that he actually needs help and he's actually seeking help. I'm happy that he is speaking out and, and standing up for himself. And if some things went wrong, um, in that organization between him and them, and he didn't feel comfortable anymore, uh, kudos to. Running a way out. If not, and he did it ignorantly and is just being a stubborn little baby, then I'm very upset. I'm just saying, Jamar, as basketball, all three of us here yeah. play basketball at various different levels. I'm sure yeah, each CP, and every one of us here have been. No, no, no. I'm far from. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure every one of us here have been yelled at and or talking to a type of way in some type of capacity from the coach. Did you ever one time to sit there and think to yourself, now maybe they may have first world problems or prima donnas or whatever names you want to use. But yeah. did you ever think to yourself to be like, no, I'm not going to come back and play here because of coach. Well, you know what? Me. I've thought of that. But the reason why we can make those decisions is because we didn't have contracts and we didn't sign things. That's the only thing that I'm upset about Ben Simmons about is that he signed. If, if he knew that you weren't feeling not having the ball in your hands, the the stuff going through, through Joel Embiid and all that stuff, why sign the extension? No, I think he thought he was able to work he, through he that. Thought, he thought he was able to work through I, it. And mm-hmm. I, I think is when they went and talk about him, and you know, and that type of stuff in the media, and they don't okay. have his back, and you're showing when he when he passed up the dunk he had on Trey Young, Joel Embiid throwing his hands up in the air and that okay. stuff. But he's seeing all that, so I think okay. that from there he's like, yo, you know what? I was already skeptical, but I was willing to make it work, and you guys are going on that type of way. Okay. So you know what? I'm out. So I don't blame him for that. No problem. Yeah. I don't blame him for that. I think I just think Philadelphia got fleeced. I just I, <laughs> I there there was no reason, no rush. Like what happened to all that shit they were talking in the beginning about? Oh, this can go on for well, four this years. Is what, this is what like, they were waiting on, though. To be fair, like Daryl Morey was waiting that type on of player. Harden. I get it. If it like you said, I get it. if it get if it. it was up to me, I thought the better fit long term moving forward, not having to pay that guy to supermax James Harden. Um, because I wouldn't want to pay the James Harden the supermax no. if I'm them, but unless he proves to me yeah. next year that he's back to the James Harden he was in Houston. I was I was more so about waiting it out. And top of my list for that team was Damian Lillard, see what he looks like, and um Bradley Bill. 
And then so are you, James, are you, James Harden was ranked third on my list in terms of who I want to see in Philly. Okay, this this question's off topic. Yeah. So are you are you pro players seeing their way all the way through to the end of their contract, or are you okay with guys demanding, I don't want to be here no more, and being able to move on to a spot of their choosing while being under contract? I think it depends on the situation. Okay. Um, I don't like, like I said, I don't like the way Ben Simmons did it. Okay. Um, but when I think of who's a good example, um, what do you think of James Harden? This is not a twice in the twi- two times in two years where, yeah, yeah, he didn't ask for a trade. He this show, year, yeah, he on. showed up out of shape in Houston, and, and he was a little bit unprofessional. But it's tough to 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 go at James Harden with all he gave to that organization, and he was playing game in, game out. I think of someone like John Wall. Um, who's been very professional about the situation, sitting back. Um, I know it's so tough for a hooper to sit back and watch. Um, sure. Especially that's like what you do. Like, that's my job, like taking away something that you love. So I know that must be tough for him. Um, but I think it all depends on the situation. Um, if it works, um, it works. But if someone needs to move on um, from an organization um, and you can work with each other and do it in a professional manner, yeah. Make the move. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, this was fun. For sure. But I got wait. You know what? Before we leave, winners. You guys, winner, winner of the trade deadline. CP, loser of the trade deadline. Oh, you know who, who I'm going it? with? I'm going to winner for sure. The Raptors. <laughs> <laughs> Just because. Shout out the Raptors, baby. And my oh. loser of the deadline is the Lakers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lakers that's, that's are the loser. A, you yeah, you don't you do nothing. nothing. So you just brought all that negative and it, like, what was the point? Like, you just did nothing. And then they want to talk about, oh, we're going to check the buyout market. For who? For, for what? <laughs> yeah, you never know what happens in the buyout market. Maybe you're not, bring you're back not getting, Schroeder. You're not getting no difference, Nick. Schroeder ain't moving the needle. <laughs> um, Casey, your biggest winner, your biggest loser? Uh, I would say... <laughs> I would say... Uh, Biggest loser is boy. I don't have to go with um Sacramento. I, <laughs> I have to go with Sacramento, man. Uh, losing Tyrese Halliburton hurt you. Yeah, man. it just hurt. <laughs> yeah, losing losing that. I know they got Sabonis and like a couple other guys, like Justin Holiday and Jeremy Lamb. But yeah, um, biggest winner, I think <laughs> by far, Brooklyn Nets, man. Um, they got some. They got two draft picks in that. <laughs> That's crazy, right? They got some draft picks and some players, man. They got well, some. Like, they got Simmons. You know, you can you can uh, you put Simmons around. You know, some good veteran guys that led their teams in their prime, man. Huh? What? Yeah. yeah, I feel that. Yeah. I'm gonna go with um my winner of the trade deadline. Um, is shockingly going to be the Boston Celtics. Yeah. Um, they're on a little bit of run. I like bringing in Derek White. It's a sneaky little good move. Um, I think it brings some stability to their their roster. Um, and he's exactly what they need. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not going to step on Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown's toes, but he'll get them the ball in the right spots. <laughs> he can stretch the floor and shoot it, space the floor. Um, and he comes from a spur system that allows the ball to move. Um, so I'm excited. Yeah. Um, losers. Um, I'm gonna just group the two organizations in one. Um, the New York Knicks 
and the Los Angeles Lakers, who did absolutely nothing and still are going to suck. Yeah, I feel um, about the Knicks. They did not address anything, the Knicks. So they put themselves in a situation where they'll probably not make the playoffs this year. But we got the bright spot in RJ. Shout out to Canadian. Um, and the Lakers, man. Um, I know it's tough for them to address some of the s- issues that they have, but I think it was a that was their moment to to make that big risk trade. But I think they're just betting on LeBron and AD figuring it out, yeah, um, which is good luck. Good luck to that. Um, <laughs> I mean, let's let to, just to be honest, just they'll be tough to beat in a seven game series. Yeah, because it's still LeBron James. Yeah, it, like like so. I think so. I think that's why they're just right now. They just got to get to. Just getting to play in, and like then there's a the sneaky, there's a sneaky concept that Westbrook gets better in the second half of the season because that's it's been his track record is yeah that, that's what he's been doing right. So, but does that? I mean, they've broken that man. <laughs> Media, they've broken that man. So well, I don't we'll know. That's kind of when you when you want to talk about mental health, like they've broken that guy. So like, I hope he stays strong, man. Like. They're just looking for people for scapegoats over there for the season not going right. Um, Magic Johnson too, man. He's on Twitter just going in. Like for what? Yeah, for what? Yeah, what do you yeah. what are you getting out of that? Why are you doing that? You, you know it's going to bring attention to it. Why? What are you getting? And it's not, you're not gaining it from it no type of way. It is what it is. Yeah. At the end not. of the day, this was fun, man. Um, Hooper's Paradise. We ran through a bunch of trades tonight. Um, hopefully, y'all enjoyed it. Um, don't forget to like and subscribe. Um, follow up the Twitter, the Instagram at Hooper's Paradise um, with the backwards three. We still haven't figured out how to spell, man. This is crazy, bro. <laughs> All these college educations and university educations <laughs> for no reason, man. Our parents would be so disappointed. I could just hear my mom in the back of my head like, "Go read a book." Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's um, facts. But nah, man. This was fun, man. Um, checking out with you guys. Have a great week. Make sure y'all check in with each other. Um, The viewers, make sure you check in. We finna check out. Uh, We love y'all. Again, like and subscribe. And this is coming from your Hoopers' favorite Hoopers, man. We out, baby. (laughs) Hey, see, tell them about the 50 point game you had last week. All right, man. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. We out. Later. (laughs)